I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. I am glad you're there because that means I'm going to give you information that's going to change your life. Today we're talking about life hacks or little things you can do to help yourself lose weight. And if you missed it, the first half of the show, it's on our website, drjoe.com. Uh, what we do is we have a page on the website called show, uh, show, show page. And if you click on it, we store our shows in a place called SoundCloud, and they're in chronological order. So if you say, you know, Dr. Joe, two weeks ago, you did a really good show on whatever. Go to our pay- show page and just click on that and count, you know, the, the shows are all there in chronological order. You can listen to them. I'm happy to share that with you. And the cost for all these shows, 3,000 hours of podcast, is absolutely free. Now, we are going to put together a master class. A friend of mine is making me do this. She said, these people need your coaching. They want, to, they want you to be their coach. And we're going to set up a very small group of a, a very intimate coaching. We're going to do it online. Um, and that's coming soon. So just prepare yourself. And then we'll, have, we'll, we'll charge for that. But it's going to be you know, 12 weeks probably of just us working together. So anyway, the website, drjoe.com. Lots of good information there. All right, other tips that you can do. Uh, we talked earlier about intermittent fasting. This is a rule everyone should follow, even if you don't have to lose weight. I want you to not eat for 12 hours a day. So what that means is if you have dinner at 6 o'clock at night, you don't have breakfast till 6 o'clock in the morning. That's the minimum daily intermittent fasting that you should do. Now, if you want to go to advanced intermittent fasting, you can skip either breakfast or dinner. I, if I do it, I skip dinner usually. Um, and Sunday nights, of course, I do a radio show, and it's live, so I'll usually have dinner at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I'll go do the show, and then I'll fast until the next day, so that's intermittent fasting. I'll have a late lunch, basically, and then I'll skip my dinner. It happens during the week sometimes, too. I just said, you know what? I'm, I'm done with work. don't have any dinner plans. Now's a perfect time to do some intermittent fasting, and I just skip dinner. You can skip breakfast as well, but I do better with dinner. Some people do better with breakfast. I like breakfast because I take my super greens and essential source first thing in the morning, those supplements, and I just jump starts my day. So can't imagine not doing that. Another trick that you can do, a life hack or a tweak if you want to, is start your dinner with salad. I love a good salad. My mother, rest her soul, she made the best salads of any human being on earth. I don't know what the magic was, but whenever we had a family gathering, um, my cousins would say, Aunt Rose, you make the salad. I had a friend, Kurt, and Kurt and I were best buddies through high school, and I would come home from football practice sometimes, and Kurt would be sitting at the kitchen table with my parents having dinner. And I said, what are you doing here? He goes, I was walking by. I stopped in, and uh," he called her mom, my mother. We all called each other mom and everything. Uh, moms and dad. Everybody's was mom and dad. We all shared the same name. He says, yeah, mom decided, I, I stopped by to say hi, and mom invited me in, so we made some pasta fazool and had some salad. But he would, to this day, still talk about my mother's pasta fazool and salad. So start your meal with your salad. We do it backwards as an Italian. We have our salad at the end. But when you do, make it a big salad, okay? I, I, for years, I ate honeymoon salad. You know what honeymoon salad is? Lettuce alone. Get it? 
lettuce alone. <laughs> Best joke I got on lettuce. So I would have a honeymoon salad. But then I realized you can add things like sprouts and avocados and carrots and cucumbers and tomatoes. And the more stuff you add to the salad, the better off it's going to be. If you want to make it more of a meal, maybe add some sunflower seeds, some pumpkin seeds. And that's going to make it filling. Have your salad first. The other benefit is I want you to use an oil and vinegar dressing. A little bit of oil and vinegar. Because vinegar can actually increase your metabolism. So by having vinegar with your salad, apple cider vinegar is the best, but really any vinegar seems to work. The vinegar can increase your metabolism. The salad's going to make you feel full. If you add some nuts or seeds to it, it's going to give it a little fat, which is going to make you feel full, and you're going to eat so much less food. In fact, I love going to a salad bar and having just salad. It's wonderful. I, 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 there, was a, there was a place, what was it? Uh, I can't think of the name of it now. But... Um, let us surprise you was one of them and super salads was another anyway a lot of salad bars have come and gone over the years um and i miss them because you know for eight ten bucks you can get this huge meal and it's very filling and it's not really bad for you but the vinegar is going to help increase your metabolism and you're going to eat a lot less calories overall so have a salad at first if you don't know what kind of salad dressings to use in my book my first book i wrote called eating right for the health of it we have a whole chapter on salad dressings because people say, well, Dr. Joe, I don't want to just put oil and vinegar on board. We have ginger salad dressings, Italian salad dressings, all sorts of gin ginger. We talked about ginger. Yeah, a lot of different salad dressings in there. Uh, but really, just plain old vinegar and oil is fine. Make sure it's organic, extra virgin olive oil or coconut oil or um, uh, avocado oil. Don't use plain vegetable oils. Don't use corn oil, soy oils, canola oils. Those oils are very bad for you. Very high in omega-6 fatty acids. Terrible for inflammation and all diseases. So make sure you're using a good quality organic uh, olive oil. I, I like the olive oil because I'm Italian. And if you eat your vegetables first, you're going to eat a lot less food because your stomach is only so big. Your stomach's about the size of your fist. So have your vegetables first. Then if you want to have a little protein, some, some high quality protein, tempeh, tofu, nuts, seeds, beans, that's great. Stay away from the fatty foods. Because fat is, has three times as many calories per gram than carbohydrates or proteins. So if you have your salad and have your protein, you're going to probably want to avoid those bad fatty foods, and especially if it's fried foods or meats or animal products. You'll be amazed how quickly you fill up. Now, I'm going to give you some of my masterclass advanced stuff. If you like starches, potatoes, pastas, rice, grains, quinoa. The only way I want you to eat them from now on is like this. Cook them, put them in a refrigerator overnight. The next day, you could eat them cold or warm them up. Either way is fine. And you've created something called a resistant starch. Now, what a resistant starch is, is when you, let's say, cook rice, okay, or a potato, and you eat it right away, you absorb a lot of those carbohydrates, those sugars. When you cool it, then eat it the next day or a couple of days later. What happens is you absorb about 40% less carbohydrates out of that same potato, that same rice, that same quinoa. And what you don't absorb becomes what's called a, pro, a prebiotic. Not all of it, but partially becomes a prebiotic. Prebiotics feed the good bacteria in your colon. 
a lot of weight loss has to do with the type of bacteria there are in your colon. In fact, I'll digress for a second. These are studies, fairly recent, and I think it's amazing that people go to this extreme, where skinny people have a certain type of bacteria in the colon, a certain group of bacteria in the colon. Fat people have different types of bacteria in the colon. So they've done fecal transplants. This is not a joke. They'll take the bacteria from a skinny person and implant it into the fat person's colon to try to recolonate their colon with healthy bacteria. Well, if you, which I think is a little extreme, but if you do this yourself, you'll start to grow these healthy bacteria. So resistant starches are the way to go. So if you're going to eat a starch, cook it, cool it, eat it the next day. Uh, potatoes work well. Potatoes are not bad for you. It's when you put the butter and the sour cream and the bacon and every cheese on it. So if you're going to have a baked potato, instead of putting butter on it, maybe put mustard on it or even organic ketchup on it. A lot of sugar, but still better. But how about salsa? I baked potatoes the other day, and I just put some salsa on it. Tastes great. So you can try different ways to do it. And of course, it was resistant starch. I cooked the potatoes, put them in the refrigerator overnight. And so the resistant starch is you know, super advanced masterclass information that I'll share with you. It's a good idea not to get starving when you go sit down to a meal. So what I want you to do, again, another life hack to help you lose weight, is I want you to ruin your appetite. And the key is this. It takes 20 minutes to get the message from your stomach to your brain. Your stomach produces a hormone called leptin when you eat food. Leptin gets into the blood system, goes up into the brain, into the hypothalamus. And the hypothalamus says, I'm hearing the message from leptin. You're full. Stop eating. A couple of things can happen that can go wrong. Number one. Your stomach is pushing up against your diaphragm. You have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating. And I find, for me personally, this is strictly anecdotal here, when my stomach is up against my diaphragm, I can't stop eating. I'm full. I know I ate enough food, but I want to keep eating and eating and eating. And it took me years to realize my stomach is up against my diaphragm. I got to get my stomach adjusted. So I'll grab one of my doctors, and I've got six doctors here five and me, six. And I say, adjust my stomach. So they go in there and they pull my stomach away from the diaphragm. Instantly, I feel full. So I know if I'm eating ravenously and I can't stop eating, I need to get my stomach adjusted. And it's an amazing technique to help us lose weight. And I digest my food more efficiently. So I'm absorbing nutrients better. So I'm eating less food too. So if you have that condition, you might want to come see us. But that's one of the reasons why you might be hungry all the time because I, I believe, and this is strictly speculation on my part, most of the things I talk about is science. This is speculation. If the stomach is up against the diaphragm, you're not producing the right amount of leptin. Leptin, leptin can't get into the hypothalamus, and so I don't feel full because I know when I get my stomach adjusted, I feel full. The other thing is you have eaten like a little piglet your entire life, and you've put on weight, and you've eaten bad foods, and you've produced a lot of leptin over the years. So the leptin is bombarding the hypothalamus. Boom, boom, stop eating, stop eating, stop eating. Eventually, the hypothalamus says, I don't believe you. You're making too much noise. I'm going to resist listening to the leptin. And you become insulin, uh, leptin resistant. The brain, the hypothalamus says, I don't want to hear from you anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. This is one of the major reasons people get fat. Now, I used to be fat, so I can say the F word. 
This is one of the major reasons people get fat. You're fat, you produce a lot of leptin. Leptin goes into the hypothalamus. The hypothalamus becomes resistant to leptin, and you just keep eating and eating and eating. I've seen it. I've gone out to dinner with people, I, and I see it all the time. And there's skinny people and there's fat people. And the skinny people have a little bit of a meal, get it to go box and go home. The fat people eat all their meal, order dessert, and then have two drinks. The messages from the stomach aren't getting into the hypothalamus. And so they're not feeling full. It's plenty of food. They don't need any more food. They're just not getting the message properly. And so we can simply work on that. Now, high fructose corn syrup, which is in everything, lowers your leptin production. So you can produce too much or too little. High fructose corn syrup also increases something called ghrelin. Ooh, another big word. Ghrelin is in your small intestine. It goes up into the hypothalamus and says that you're hungry. So high fructose corn syrup lowers the leptin, raises the ghrelin, which goes to the hypothalamus and makes you feel more hungry. So please stay away from everything that has high fructose corn syrup in it because you're going to eat more. It's one of the tricks that people use in food science to make you buy more food. If I can put something that's going to increase the ghrelin, decrease the leptin, and make the person buy more of my product, would I want to do that? Heck yeah. And so a lot of people are doing this and eating bad food, and they say, I can't stop. Well, it's the high fructose corn syrup messing with your hormones. Isn't that a fun fact? So avoid high fructose corn syrup is another life hack that we can do to help us lose weight, and that's an easy one. So, so but I digress. Uh, if you don't eat enough, you can get hungry, and then you'll, you know, blow it out and just eat bad foods. So what you can do is have little snacks. And little snacks that contain carbohydrates, uh, fats, proteins, all good carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. It's good and bad of everything. So something simple. How about a couple of tablespoons of hummus with some carrots? Once again, ruin your appetite. That's where I was going. Have a snack 20 minutes before you have your meal. Because it takes 20 minutes to get the message from your stomach to your brain, assuming you're healthy. And so if you have a snack 20 minutes before your meal, you're going to eat a whole lot less food. Every one of these little pearls of wisdom that I'm sharing with you work really well. You can use some of them. You can use all of them. I hope you use all of them. And watch what happens. If you just have a handful of nuts, if you have a couple of tablespoons of hummus, if you have a half an avocado, if you have a couple of slices of vegan cheese, not regular cheese because we don't do dairy, do we? A vegan cheese, uh, an apple, tablespoon of almond butter or cashew butter. Don't use peanut butter, of course, because the omega-6 is in it. You're going to eat so much less food. The other day, I got invited out to dinner with a family, my, my adopted family, and they want to go out for Mexican. I said, great. Well, I got home, and it was around 4 o'clock, and I was starving because I didn't plan my day well. And so I had a little snack, okay? And I had a half an avocado, actually, and a few gluten-free crackers. And I felt pretty full going into the restaurant. So I ordered accordingly. I wasn't starving. And I ordered. I ate half my meal. I got some vegan fajitas. And I ate half the meal. I said, I got to take the rest to go. Other people at the table were eating a lot more food and alcohol and desserts. And so if you ruin your appetite, you're going to save a ton of money and you'll eat a lot less food. So 20 minutes before a meal, drink a lot of water. Remember, we said that way back when, 16 ounces of water before every meal. And then if you're really hungry, have a little snack before you go into your dinner. 
if nothing else, you're going to save so much money, you're going to be like flush at the end of the month. I got money to burn. Don't burn it. Spend it wisely. Okay. Probiotics can also help. We talked about if you make a resistant starch, and a resistant starch creates prebiotics that feed the good bacteria, which are called probiotics. So clinical trials, randomized clinical trials published in the International Journal of Food Science and Nutrition suggest that taking probiotics helped overweight people lose significant amounts of weight. Probiotics, those are good bacteria that are found in your gut, can help your digestive tract, help with the bloating, but also make you feel full. So one of the supplements I take every single day is Dr. Joe's probiotics. I also take Dr. Joe's Essential Source, which has probiotics in it as well. So the good bacteria, line your colon with good bacteria, can actually help you lose weight. That's where it comes in with the fecal transplant that we talked about earlier, taking bacteria from skinny people and putting it in fat people's colons. Sounds extreme, but if you're overweight, you'll do extreme things. The nice part is any of the hacks we're giving you today are going to start to work. The, as you stack them up, the better off you get. If you plan your meals, you're going to be in good shape. Plan your breakfast, lunches, and dinners. You buy your groceries accordingly. But the key is this. Get the bad food out of the house. I'm going to say it again. Get the bad food out of the house. If you have alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas in your house, you're going to eat them. I am. Okay? I don't eat meat, but I mean, you're going to eat the bad foods. If you don't have them in the house and you open your refrigerator and you look at it, my mother used to say, you're expecting something to appear. If you have stock in the electric company, leave the refrigerator door open. And you go, then you go into your pantry. And there's only good foods, you're going to eat the good foods. If there's bad foods, you're going to eat the bad foods. So get the bad food out of the house. If you don't know what to eat, go to our website, drjoe.com. Type in, so what can I eat in the search bar. It's an hour-long talk that I did. It talks about breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, stocking your pantry, unstocking your pantry, what to have in a refrigerator. Can't make it any easier for you, folks. Unless I came to your house and pre prepared your meals, which I'm not going to do, I can't make it any easier for you. In fact, it, that's how it is with all healthcare. Healthcare, in most cases, is so darn easy, but people just don't know what to do. If you want to get healthy, normally functioning nervous system, normally functioning digestive system, good nutrition. So these life hacks that we're giving you to lose weight today are things to help get you good food in the body, get the bad food out of the body and help you control your appetite. You also have to have a properly functioning nervous system. We gave you some advanced stuff today with leptin and ghrelin and the hypothalamus and the nucleus acubens. And, but if the nervous system isn't working, you can't function at 100%. How do you know if your nervous system is working? Well, simple sign is pain, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, headaches, numbness, tingling. Those are easy ways to determine that your nervous system isn't working. Pain. Chiropractic care is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. I cannot imagine in my wildest dreams why you wouldn't go to a chiropractor if you had pain first. Pain management is great. Surgery is great. Orthos, neuro, orthopedic surgeons, neurosurgeons, uh, physical therapy, all of that is great stuff. But let's start with the basics. Chiropractic care. If it's not everything that it needs to be for you, we can always refer you to other doctors and other professionals. So if you'd like to make an appointment to come see us, to have us check your nervous system, we can even check the 90% of the nerves that don't feel pain, go to our website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com. You can book an appointment right online. You can call us. 
we accept people with all insurances. Now, if the insurance covers or not, that's what we have to find out. But we accept cash patients. We have cash plans available. We have payment plans available for cash patients. No reason why you shouldn't be making an appointment. We've removed all the obstacles we possibly can. Normally, the first visit is $712. We've reduced that to $299. Exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, going over the x-rays, and a complete nutrition evaluation. The x-rays alone are going to cost you more than that in most cases. So if you want to be treated by me and my staff, drjoe.com, you can book it right online. We'd love to see you as quickly as possible. All the supplements we talk about, available on the website, drjoe.com. You can pick them up at our offices, save shipping, or we can ship them to you. Either way, at least, please, folks, Super Green's an essential source. Other life hacks to help you lose weight, probiotics. Start taking them. Watch what happens. If you have digestive issues, let us see if it's something physical that we can work on. In most cases, I've never seen it not this case, there's a physical component that's been totally ignored. And when we fix the physical component, many times that fixes the digestive problem. It's the missing link. Please follow us on social media, at Dr. Joe Esposito. I I need you to do this for me. I give you all this great information. I take your questions on the website. I take your questions on my shows. Please follow us on social media because we need to get more followers so that we can spread the word. And it's free. At Dr. Joe Esposito. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're a podcast junkie, real simple. Go to your podcast service and type in Dr. Joe, D-R-J-O-E, for the health of it. Dr. Joe for the health of it. Hundreds of hours of podcasts there. Thousands of people download our podcast from their podcast service every month. Thank you for that. Makes me look good. And our, our website, you can search the website, 3,000 hours of podcast, drjoe.com. We really want to be your doctors. We want to do everything we can. And all our shows are archived on our website. There's a page called Show Page. Uh, you can listen to all our archived shows. If you want to scroll through topics, if you, don't, if you don't know what you're looking for, you can scroll through the topics there. Other ideas, hacks. We talked about planning your meals. Make smart swaps. Get those fatty foods out of your life. I love mayonnaise. My father did not like mayonnaise. He hated mayonnaise, as a matter of fact. But instead of mayonnaise, use mustard. Use oil and vinegar. We talked about vinegar can stimulate your, uh, your uh, metabolism. So oil and vinegar, mustard if you're going to do something along those lines. If you're going to do crackers, uh, I know this one is a tough one, but try to do sliced cucumbers, zucchini, bell peppers, baby carrots, and dip it in hummus instead of using carrots. I went to a Mexican restaurant the other day. I didn't eat any chips. Chips are some of the worst foods you can eat. It's uh, genetically modified corn, hydrogenated oil, salt, uh, free radicals produced like crazy when you eat that stuff. So I took my salsa and just dumped it on my uh, refried beans. And so I got that salsa flavor, but I didn't have the chips. What's the problem with chips? Can't eat just one. I can't. Maybe you can, but I'm not as strong as you. Uh, if you like chips, try to have something else that's salty, maybe some nuts or some seeds. That's going to give you that salty, crunchy flavor, and that might work. Uh, for rice, you can do cauliflower rice. That's big right now. Quinoa, Q-U-I-N-O-A, is another grain that's very good for you, uh, and you can use that as a rice substitute. Once you start switching over to these things, it's really hard to go back, just so you know. Uh, we talked about getting the bad food out of the house. Please, clear off your counters. The only thing on my kitchen counter is I have my tea maker, my knife set, and my super greens and essential source. And I put it right there so I don't forget to take it every day. I take a lot of other supplements. They're all there, actually. 
But people say, well, Dr. Joe, I bought the supplements. I never took them. Put them on your counter. It's the only thing that should be on your counter. And then you won't forget. Folks, I'm almost out of time. If you have any questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com. I'm happy to answer any questions for you. Search the website. Go to the show page on the website. You can just scroll through topic after topic after topic, thousands of hundreds of them, thousands of hours of podcasts there for you. Any questions, I'm happy to answer. But most importantly, make an appointment to come see us. Stop suffering needlessly. The biggest complaint I get, why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I wait so many? I hear it multiple times a day, no kidding, every day of the week. Why didn't I do this sooner? So if you want to get well and stay well, the website's there for you 24 hours a day, drjoe.com. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Get you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.